but it's kind of a bullshit reason to me. It's kind of it's it's exactly like the uh, the Sterling Burrell fight being at a catchweight, being at 140. You know, it's it's the commission kind of overstepping their their, their bounds and, and uh, just trying to flex their muscles and it, it, it's bullshit. Now I think we should clarify for common people out there that it is not lines. Disease. It's not Lyme's disease. Yeah. She chastised me. She made me feel she stupid. Did. Yeah, she I thought it was very me. aggressive. Like well, the two of you were both very aggressive about it. No, because I make mistakes sometimes. Yeah. No, it was definitely her. Yeah. She said uh, it is not Lyme's disease. It is a Lyme disease. If you go out and you, and you fight aggressive, you know, the more aggressive you are, the more vulnerable you are. And the more, you know, I mean, if you're trying to beat somebody in devastating fashion, you're much more likely to go down in flames. And that's just the way that it is. It's a, it's a fist fight. And anytime you're attacking, you're, you're vulnerable. Hi, and welcome back to the Jim Miller Podcast. On today's podcast, we're back at Miller Brothers MMA, and we're going to be hitting some of the cards that we uh, recently missed. Uh, including UFC 214, and we're going to be going over a little bit of the, some of the, the goings on at our uh, our annual barbecue. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. Now we're on. Now yeah, we're live. We are on. Yep. We're back at the gym since uh, we had a little bit of a debacle last week. The uh, the internet wasn't too good down in the basement. I didn't feel like getting attacked by. The Japanese Beatles again. Um, you're. I can't even hear him. Is he muted? Thank God. <laughs> no, I don't think I muted him. No. No, I don't hear you through the thing. Nope. No. Sweet. He's not plugged in. <laughs> All right. So, fortunately, the old man is disconnected. Um, but yeah, we had we had a little bit of trouble last last week and and uh i didn't uh i didn't even post the post the episode because i thought it would sound fine um but it didn't so you're not on you are not on wow (laughs) come on pat why do you gotta get up at three in the morning that was wrong oh oh he's gotta get up early well what i don't even know what which one he is here but those are on, and when nobody's muted. Nope. So you guys are gonna have to share a microphone. Okay. Party cast. No. No. Not good at all. Which one? Which one is he? You sit, settle the friggin' thing, deal with it, and uh, you know we're live on the air, Pat. Come on. I'm gonna handle it. Why don't you get just your, keep talking? Get your shit Why together. Why don't you tell us a little something exciting? So, um. <laughs> Um, we're going to go over some, you know, UFC, uh, 214 tonight, but before UFC 214, we had our, our barbecue here at the gym. Um, it was, uh, a success. We had it, we had a good, good turnout. Um, we had a good turnout for the, the seminar. Um, and why are you yelling? (laughs) (laughs) How is it? What is going on? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, so we had a we had a good time. Um, lots of good food. 
Going and back uh, we had uh, some good beer. We the the people here. Well, that's because that one's muted, buddy. <laughs> Come on, get your shit together, Jim. Please stop talking well, to me. You know, Why don't you talk <laughs> to the audience? Because <laughs> no? it's like Come a on. like a fucking Verizon commercial. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can, can you hear me hear now? Me now? Yes, yes, we can hear you now. Can, hear can you? Now. you? Yes, we can yes. hear you. Now. So okay, stop screaming. Good. Okay. You know you're you're a bit of a twat, like screaming in the the mic. Holy shit! <laughs> if we ever have <laughs> an episode without a technical difficulty, that's the day I'm done. All right. I'm gonna hang them up. It's cool. We've hit it. We've officially made we it, it, and yeah. you don't need me anymore. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had a we had a a good good turnout. Um, I I think um, for next year's barbecue, I'm probably gonna have to make thirty gallons of beer. Amir just wrote in. He said the beer was amazing this year, better than ever. He also uh, just wrote mac and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> we. <laughs> I think I think that I think the problem. I made. Uh, how many pounds of pasta was it? I think it was a four pounds of uncooked pasta. So it was, it ended up being about thirty-five pounds of macaroni and cheese, and we put both full trays out. So then I think people got a little cocky, and they were taking some heaping. I know that Tizzy, <laughs> like, uh, Angel had said, told Tizzy, "Oh, it's it's fantastic, you know, mac and cheese, but you're not going to eat a lot." And, and I bumped into him later. He's like, "Yeah, I fucking showed your wife." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I put a hammer in on that stuff. Um, and when I got there, it was all gone. It was, yeah. I, well, I made that's impressive. I pulled a, I pulled an audible, and I made half of it, um, roasted jalapeno and some of our homemade bacon. Um, because he likes to think that it's it's all his, but I'm kind of the one who helped him do everything. And <laughs> Well, you, we did use your sealer and yeah. <laughs> vacuum pack. Everybody would be stuff. dead if you made it because you wouldn't know. You, you'd pour all the pink salt in your hand and throw it in there. Why? Mm. My homemade Canadian bacon was fine. Oh yeah, that didn't kill anybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you say? <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I th- people like dove into that. They destroyed the baked beans. Uh, and uh, the coleslaw, coleslaw was all gone. Dan made a freaking tub of coleslaw, right? Like a bucket of coleslaw, and, and that was devoured. Um, we actually had meat left over. Like that's pretty much it. Meat and a little bit of potato salad, right? Well, probably about five pounds and out of out of thirty. Mm-hmm left and it's now at my house i had some for dinner yeah, you took the gorgonzola mm. he got the regular god i love that potato salad <laughs> we should talk about one of uh one of our listeners wants to know what's in that <laughs> <laughs> potatoes potatoes and salad and, salad. <laughs> <laughs> and cucumbers apparently cucumbers yeah. cucumbers uh i mean i think that went too angel made the cucumber salad that went um, the quinoa salad. The the only thing on like the the dinner menu that uh, was store bought. Everything else we made. I'm not making quinoa salad for no vegans. I want to know who ate quinoa salad over meat. 
That disgusts me. What? Like the vegans at the, at the barbecue or just the people that do eat meat that, that eat it? Yeah. I think everybody. I think a lot a of quinoa is actually not terrible. It's not. a Yeah, it's a, it was a pretty good salad. I would ne- never eat it over potato salad, though. Yeah, no. Never. Or, or, the, or, mac- the, mac or the mac and cheese. Yeah. The only thing that with the mac and cheese is it kind of broke a little bit because it got them a little too hot, I think. I don't know. Well, but it um, but it was definitely I I saved work for myself uh, on the day of the barbecue by having a fourteen hour cooking day the day before, and I had that I had that Traeger pumping all day for fourteen hours, and I think I used about a bag of pellets. How much easier is it on the trigger? Just you set Holy it and <laughs> the temperature is done. Like Clem, you're wrestling. Her. Yeah, it's cheating. It's not cheating, Dad. It's, cheating. it's not cheating. It's no, cheating. no. I made, uh, like I said, I made a smoker out of a freaking oil drum and struggled with that thing. I, yeah, I've made some pretty good food. I made the the Cliff Huxtables on that thing. I made uh, quite a few pork shoulders, smoked chicken, and stuff like that, and it made good food. But you had to sit there and baby it. And when you say cheating, that sounds like, like cheating. that's a sell for me. That makes me want yeah. it more. Like I well, want to cheat because I don't like cooking that much. I always fuck it up, and then I'm disappointed. So if there's a cheat, I'm in. Yeah. I want to cheat. I like using I like using a real fire, like a you know wood or char- charcoal fire, just like any other red blooded chest pounded man. But yeah, I got no time for that. Exactly. Sometimes you don't. And I don't believe. And I was also doing. I was also doing others, other things too. I would have had to be there every twenty minutes to a half an hour, to if I was uh, cooking on Russell. But I rolled that bitch down the hill, <laughs> <laughs> folded the legs in half, threw them into the back of the truck, and threw them at the dump. Recycled. Scrap metal. Really? Poor Russ. He needed to go. I need to get that stuff out of the way. He had a good run. He did. Like I said, he made he made Cliff Huxtables, the barbecue bacon cheeseburger dogs. I'm still full from that. We had that yeah. like two years ago. Two years ago. That was a long time yeah. ago. I think that, that was, was Wyatt's first birthday. That was that was, a that was five very years ago. Filling dish. That was <laughs> the Cliff Huxtable. So it, it was a uh I used I used like Stadium brats, and then you wrap them in cheese, and then you make a meat patty, and you wrap them in a meat patty. Uh, or no, you put bacon in there. The bacon net, though. Talk about the net of yeah. bacon. Well, right. that's the yeah, the that's meat. different. That was different. But Cliff Huxwell didn't have the bacon. No, either? I think I wrapped. I th- that's what I did. Is I wrapped the the patty in a in a thing of bacon, and then you know season it and stuff like that. And those were very good. They didn't <laughs> fit on a bun. You need some custom buns for them. And then uh, we we ate those with uh, Huxable sweater, which was uh, my mac and cheese that I then, I didn't freeze it, but I got it nice and cold and then sliced it and battered it in panko breadcrumbs and deep fried those puppies. Now that was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a different level. <laughs> that was when they were like f- piping coming out of the uh, 
the uh, the oil. They were unfreaking real. And then he had to use quaaludes and just sullied everything. Quaaludes? What? Huxable. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Uh, that's not Cliff Huxable. That's uh. Well, that's who he was. Was it? I thought Cliff was Bill the Cosby. I know, I know, I know. I thought Cliff was the uh, was his son on the show. No, no. his Cliff name was Cliff. Cliff? Cliff? Yeah. Oh, huh. Good to know. Fun fact. What was the son's right. name? Maybe the son was named Cliff as well, and then we're both right. No, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. But pretty sure we're gonna go to the Google. We are gonna go to the Google on this one. Um. But yeah, you know that that thing was rolling all day, and, and like I said, still got the meat left over. Got to freeze it up. You didn't already? No, it's getting, it's pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Definitely pushing it. You're but right, Doctor Heathcliff Huxtable uh-huh. or Cliff was uh, played by Bill Cosby. Yeah. It was not his son's name. No. Well, there we go. There it is. Ching. Thank you, Google. Um. But yeah, we raised uh, at the barbecue. Um, we raised over thirteen hundred bucks. Um, it's gonna go to Lyme disease research. It's actually like going to sponsor my wife's run in the Philly Rock and Roll Half Marathon, and then uh, all that money then goes to the, the GLA. Now, I think we should clarify for common people out there that it is not Lyme's disease. It's not Lyme's disease because yeah. she. Chastised me. She made me feel she stupid. She did. Yeah, she I thought was it was me. very aggressive. I well, the two you were, were both very aggressive about it. No, because I make the mistakes sometimes too. Yeah. No, it was definitely her. Yeah. She said uh, it is not Lyme's disease. Mm-hmm. It is a Lyme disease. Lyme disease. Yeah. So if you guys are ever to function, yeah, keep that in the back of your pocket. Because there are some people with Lyme disease <laughs> that get cranky about it. They should just need to relax. But, um. <laughs> so we we basically finished the beer too. I think we had there's probably like four beers left at the one brown ale, um, and that might have been sneaky Miller beer again because I had no, three of them and no, I was hurt. It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it very well might have been, but I was fine. I had a few of them. Um, I didn't. I didn't. When I'm cooking, I don't eat that much. Ron Coleman said it was amazing beer, and Thank that you. he did have quite a bit of it. He had quite a bit of it, but was he? Did it sneak up on you? Yeah, come on, did Ron. It sneak up on you, Ron. Did it seem like it was stronger than because advertised? It, <laughs> it's o- it was only about a five percent beer. Both of them were o- only should have been about a five percent beer. Um, and if I was going to error, it's going to be that they are going to uh, be fifteen percent. No, they're not. I'm not going to be as efficient because they only have a certain amount of fermentable sugars in it when you make the work. Amr's <laughs> claiming that it wasn't and that he had like 20 of them, but I did see him smack a beer out of, out of the old man's <laughs> hand. So, Amr, you're, you're, yeah. we can't even well, ask Amr, you. Amr, no, I gave yeah, him... Tea, I, yeah, Amr, yeah, I don't know. I brought some mead. I brought some mead, <laughs> which is like 15%, and uh, this stuff is... Uh, we're going to say like old... And not in a bad way. Um, it's actually the the one the the prickly pear mead. It's the um, what is it? Adventures in Home Brewing. Um, 
recipe that they have in there. I made that thing seven years ago. I think I made it when before seven and a half years ago, before Amelia was born, um, is when I first started fermenting it. And it's just been sitting, getting dust and mildew on the box down in the basement. Uh, and we had some of that. And it's it's the last time I had it, it was overly sweet, and you, you couldn't really drink it. Um, it was actually pretty damn good this time. Not that I'd sit there and swig it and Gotta get uh, drink a, a half glass and chug it like Amr did. But uh, he did that to the blueberry meat as well. <laughs> he said it was amazing. And that uh, he would, in fact, pay for well, it. Well, you got to give him. I still, do you have any left? I still have some in my cupboard, The uh, your crusty plum brandy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to bring that, too. I just forgot. I've got, I've got the, I've got the original. Plum brandy. Yeah. That's yeah. some pretty potent stuff. You don't need to call it the crusty plum. Well, it looks pretty crusty. It Those doesn't. Plums in the bottom. They're not crusty. Pretty. They're just <laughs> wrinkled and shriveled and my plums. <laughs> Feel it deep down in my plums. But yeah, the D's, uh, he <laughs> he's he was helping us clean up, and uh, we left pretty late. Uh, and like I don't know, it was he was doing good, doing good, and then all of a sudden it's just like. It's drunk D's yeah. <laughs> saying weird things and <laughs> it's very hard to corral. Yeah. <laughs> Just like he gets kind of sappy. Uh, he's a lover. He is. He is. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, D's, I'll give you a ride home. He's like, ah, I don't, I don't need it. I was like, no, you, here, here's the deal. We'll go watch them, watch the fights and then I'll give you a ride home. Oh, okay, fine. And Dee's is a he's a he's a narcoleptic. <laughs> um, he has sleep apnea. He has sleep apnea, but he is a narcoleptic as well. Yeah, he can. Fall they're they're anyway. totally yeah they're totally different different things. They are. Um, that guy sat down in the chair and just whoa, open bottle of water like opens a bottle of water, takes a sip, puts it in his lap, and just boom, head drops. And uh, so we watched the fight. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring him home. So I'm like, Deez, Deez, wake up. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Back down. <laughs> <laughs> Took like five minutes to get him up. <laughs> and like at one point he like pops up, he says something, and just boom, and he like drops and just drool just like whoosh, right down his <laughs> down on his shirt. I get him loaded up into the truck. <laughs> and uh, he lives like uh, less than 10 minutes from me. Um so we we like pull out of my road and boom he's out again. And uh I had it I had the radio on you know, the 80 station or whatever on on Sirius and <laughs> next thing you know some some uh uh Billy Idol comes on like just before we're about to turn into his road. And I thought I think that he's dead to the world and all of a sudden he just starts singing <laughs> singing Billy Idol. <laughs> Kicked him out of the truck. He wandered into his backyard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he texts me in the morning. He's like, I, I don't remember what happened. How did I even get to my house? Kid is crazy. 
He's gotten better though because yeah. we, when we were in college, he would just run. Yeah. And uh, I've chased him. He's pretty fast, and mm-hmm. I've chased him through the streets of Binghamton. And you had to wait until he hit something or decided to fall asleep on something. Yeah. So. A couple times he ran into street signs, and then you were able to wrangle him. And then a couple times he his narcolepsy kicked in, <laughs> and he laid down on garbage piles, and you were able to wrestle him out of the garbage. Up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was it was a fun day, fun day. Um, so I didn't get to watch the fights too much that night because I was dealing with him, but uh, was able to catch up on him, and and uh, it was a pretty pretty dang good card um the uh Aljamain Sterling uh Hennenborough fight was a very good fight those guys I saw something that um there was like 1.2 million viewers or something like that at one point watching that fight which is pretty awesome um heck of a win for Sterling you know uh We got to we got to meet Aljamain. I got to meet him at yeah. that uh, at mm-hmm. that hockey game, and just like struck me as a real cool kid, down to earth. wasn't uh, Just seemed like a normal guy. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pumped for him. Um, who the heck was it? Uh, hold on a second. Uh, well, Lamas Lamas fought really well. Lamas had another. He had a good fight. Uh, oh yes, yeah, uh, Dober. Right, he's the one that got. Forced up, right? He's he's the one that came in. Uh, no, right? Yeah, I think it is him. Um, yeah, he got he got pushed up. So this is uh, they fought in California. He came in to f- uh, on fight day, uh, hundred and eighty, like hundred and eighty six pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And California is forcing him to go up to 170s. Um, I think it's kind of bullshit that they're using his like the weight the weight that he is on fight day. To be perfectly honest, and I know that sounds weird, but you can gain weight really easily. Um, there are a lot of guys and other, you know, and fighters, women as well, that are going to be fighting um, above what they walk around at, and it's pretty easy to put on an extra five, you know, five pounds um, from drinking water and and rehydrating and stuff like that. I personally don't like to do that. I don't like to gain too much weight over what I was walking around at because. Uh, it it can affect you negatively. It can wear on you um, if you do it too much. But uh, I, I don't know. I think using I think using that that weigh in after you know uh, twenty four hours after weigh ins as the one like it it needs to be your your walk around weight. Like okay, so his walk around weight is too high. Fine, make him move up because of that, but not because of I'm confused, and, up. and this is on me because I didn't research enough, but he made 155. He made 55, yeah. And California said, you're too big to fight at 55s, even though you he made fought, it. Yeah, he fought. That's bullshit. Um, and then uh, 
Yeah, California says that he's he's too heavy to so be a, a can 55 he fight, pounder. Can he fight in, you know, New York at 55? I don't know. I don't know if the other commissions are going to. It's insane to me. Uh, back it up, you know. Um, and just based on weight, so that there's no hydration test in there. There's yeah, no there's nothing. None of that stuff. Just that doesn't seem there, right. I mean, I I understand that they're trying to help the fight and the fighters and us, and they're they're trying to be safer with us. But it's kind of a bullshit reason to me. It's kind of it's it's exactly like the uh, the Sterling Burrell fight being at a catchweight and being at one forty. You know, it's it's the commission kind of overstepping their 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 bounds and and uh, just trying to flex their muscles and it's. It's bullshit. Um, you it know, seems I, very arbitrary. Like, did Dober know that he was going to get weighed in that day, and that yeah, he, he kn- had he, to be under a certain and, well, number that's to a, still that's fight at fifty fives. No, no. So they, they just said surprise. Yeah, surprise. You don't get to fight at fifty five anymore for us. Um, it, it's kind of bullshit. So if know? he gains less weight after he makes his weight, then he can still fight at fifty fives. So let's say he doesn't yeah. properly rehydrate, then you can continue to fight at one fifty fives. Yeah, awesome, California. So yeah, nailed so, it. Yo, know, he gets <laughs> he's he's sick or something like that, you know, or he d- he does cut too much, and then it starts kicking his ass, and you know, next thing you know, he's freaking yakking and pissing out his butthole, and uh, oh yeah, you can still continue to fight at fifty five because there's nothing else but except that one weigh in, and he's only five eight. He's not like. This isn't a six foot five guy. I yeah. mean, he seems like he's got a decent sized frame, but to say he's too big for fifty fives yeah. is insane. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing is it it might have that might have been the heaviest he's ever weighed in the octagon, uh, because we don't know. And if the fight went past the first round, it very well might have affected him negatively in in his in his cardio. So, um. I don't know. I, th- I th- honestly, I think it's just. Uh, I think it's California being California and, and trying to trying to do too much. You know, they're trying to out dipshit fucking New York. Well, and they, you know, Amr's asking. They made some rulings on weight classes. They're making. They want sixty-five, ninety-five, and two twenty-five. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I'm not against the the newer weight classes. Um, the thing that I don't like about newer weight classes is now it's like, oh well, I'm gonna fight. I'm the I just won the championship at 55, so I'm gonna fight at 65 and 75. And now you're gonna have guys really not defending their titles because, oh well, it's easier for uh you know. Well, that's only Connor. No, no, everybody else is gonna be doing it. Oh, you think you actually you everybody think oh, you else think, is going to be trying to do it? Your boss is going to let Woodley fight at eighty fives? Ain't happening. If they can sell it, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. He's it's got a, his hands. It's a good story. They'd like to sell him as Connor they so can sell much. it. They can sell it as a uh, as another draw. They'll do it. Yeah. Because somebody, a champ, fighting up at a different weight class or f- cutting down and fighting at a different because now it's only ten pounds. But difference they're going to get rid of seventies and make it seventy five. Yeah. So now, so now the guy that fought at eighty fives now Bisping's like, all right, well I can cut to seventy five. You know, seventy was crazy, but I can cut to seventy five. So now he cuts down to try to 
to fight for another title. And then he holds up 85. Like, that's what I don't like about it. Um, because they're, you know, because it's, it's too much of a show. You know, it's not, hey, win that title, beat, beat every up and comer. Beat everybody that is that is there and has earned the opportunity. All right, and then we'll talk about, you know, stepping out and going to another weight class. But that's not the way that it is right now. So. And I, I gotta I gotta say too, like, so you said that Connor Connor is kinda Connor's getting a lot of attention. But he is also uh, on like a positive note, he's bringing a lot of attention to MMA. He's gonna be bringing in new fans. It's gonna be an influx of of people watching, of new yes, sponsorship opportunities. Fans. No, I think he is. No, I think he he's, isn't. He's people aren't going to watch it. it. They're going to watch this spectacle, and that's it. I don't know. I think I think people. There's so much talk about it. Even guys at work who don't mm. really watch MMA They'll or watch boxing. They'll watch that fight, but no, they're not going to watch but MMA. But they've gone back and watched Conor's fights to see what he's about, and now they've started watching MMA, and they've said, "Oh, you know, this was interesting. I like that. This seems like an exciting sport." It's he's getting it out there. It's like Dana White. Love him or hate him, whatever he does, he has put the sport of MMA on the map. Hands down, the guy has made MMA what it is today. He made it possible. And Connor, I've, I see it as just progressing the sport, bringing more money into it. Nothing but good stuff. No. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move on to the main card. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to say his last name. Ozdemir. Ozdemir. That's a big win, man. It is. Yeah. Dude is, dude is tough, man. He kind of snuck right in there. I, I didn't know much about him until this fight came up. Um, And it's like, holy shit, this guy's ranked like six. Like, I, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give him a chance. I bet against Manoa in the last fight yeah. and uh, against Corey Anderson. He's mm -hmm. a fucking monster, man. Yeah. I did not give uh, the last name that we will not say a chance. Elizdemir. <laughs> it's been this not that bad. Yeah. I did not give Elizdemir. And good, you know, good for him. Yeah. Um, Lawler Cerrone was a was a good fight. Uh, Robbie had the right game plan to to press Donald. When Donald gets comfortable, that's when he gets. Uh, extremely dangerous. Um, you know, it was it was closer, but I definitely I definitely had Rob, Robbie uh, winning that fight. Um, I think that Donald took the second, but uh, Robbie was able to keep the pressure on and and, and finish the fight like he's supposed to, and and uh, you know kind of get after him. Um, but it was definitely a good scrap, man. Um, I mean. Not, not to knock on Tanya at all, but uh, everybody knew the Cyborg was going to win that fight. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much. Here's my question and my my like fundamental issue. Cyborg's a great fighter. She's amazing. She's super talented, but she has been caught for doing steroids, yeah. right? She has a very Passion. impressive. Yeah, I'm like a hundred percent positive on that, but I should double check it. You should double check it. Twice she got banged. Yeah, she definitely did. Two times. Or, or two times. Yes. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't pay enough attention about that shit. So, I'm um, I'm positive. I'm going to find out right now. But mm-hmm. so, uh, she did taste test positive for a diuretic. Um, and she did. There's stuff in here about an appeal. She test positive for steroids, stripped mm-hmm. of strike force title. Okay. So she's she's got like an amazing physique, and if she even if she's clean now, like a lot of that was built illegally, right? You can't do it. That's cheating. And she is where well, she is using now. A Traeger. Exactly. <laughs> using a Traeger. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> if a Traeger will make me fight like Cyborg. But I it just might make well, you cook like Bobby I think Flay. You're just, yeah. I think you're just being. I I just I don't know. It doesn't seem like we should reward that. Well, how many other fighters have been popped for something? Right, buddy. Right. Like just what's about what's the bad thing? A lot of them. What's the bad <laughs> thing? I the, th- the steroids or the diuretic or both? Well, I know. I th- I think maybe and maybe women's MMA is more more drastic when you add testosterone, and she just seems like she's so much. Stronger and and listen, steroids help you recover. They don't make you stronger. She put the work in in the gym, so I I don't I don't know exactly how I feel about it. it. Just seems like she's on a different strength level, and I'm not sure that the way she got there is fair. I don't know that it's not. I don't know. You know, she passed the drug test for this fight. Or we yeah. haven't heard anything I mean, that she didn't. So good for her. Exactly. I th- there are plenty of other fighters. Men out there that have a much more tainted history than than Cyborg does. I think that she's gotten a, a pretty shitty rap of it. I think she's gotten she's had a very tough road because she, it's been very difficult for her to get opponents. Um, yeah, you know, I I I don't like it when <laughs> you know. I mean, she she did cheat years ago. She did cheat, but. Like I said, there are there are plenty, plenty of other fighters that you would rank in your friggin' top ten that have been popped for something. Yes. Well, you know, you're probably right. And she's and listen, she's tremendous. She has she has great jujitsu. She has great hands. She's a great athlete. Um, she's really fun to watch fight. So, just I don't know something. She's totally on another level. I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, it is pretty. Who would want to crazy? Fight her? <laughs> Nobody wants to fight her, dude. The yeah, I mean she's she's a big woman, and to make forty five is crazy too, man. I mean she's. I don't, know. I don't see anybody beating her anytime soon. No, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know about that either. Um. Woodley Maya, uh, you know, I mean, they they had a very strategic fight. Woodley did had the right fight against Damian Maya, um, set the record for lowest number of strikes thrown in a five round fight. Um, but you know, th- there's there's a bit of <laughs> bit of hypocrisy with it. You know, and and they get shit, and Woodley's getting shit. Woodley's a very talented fighter. Um, you can't you can't get reckless against Damian Maya. He did what he ha- had to do to get the win, and if he loses that title, 
he's not going to have the opportunity to have the fights he's going to have after this. Yeah, he's in the doghouse right now, and you know oh, we're going to bring in a uh, an interim title fight, even though you just fought, um, and all these other things. But he still advances his freaking contract. He still advances his career. He still he still all does all these things. And I mean, I am a guy that fights stupid. Here, here, you know. <laughs> no argument but here. I know that you get more rewarded if you win. It doesn't matter how you win. It's just winning. Right. That's it. You don't get rewarded for fighting stupid and reckless. No. Otherwise, I'd have a nicer house. I'd have a nicer car. I'd have, you know, like, I'd have a lot more. I'd have a, a fucking nicer bank account. You probably but have a real tech guy too. Th- I probably would have a real tech guy. I'd have a I'd have a professionally produced podcast for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right. You know, like fighting the way that I fight, fighting the way that Well, uh, you're just the wrong you were just the wrong time. You would have done no. fight and pride. Holy shit. Well, pride they would have loved you. You would have friggin' because it didn't make any difference. Dipshit Dana gets into it and he you know, I mean Come on. It's not, now, why is he picking not, on Tyron? I mean, why is he picking on Woodley? Because he just doesn't like the guy? Listen, it, it was a. It was not an exciting fight. Holy shit, fight. Connor ran from fucking it Nate Diaz for two fucking rounds. Fight. Actually, ran. And did he, hey, I ain't going right, to make an listen, interim belt. We're not, I'm going to do it. No, because he's not hugging Connor. And, <laughs> I mean. The, he, but you know what the other side of this is? Is that it's a business. And that if nobody pays for the pay per view, it does people not exist. People paid for pride. I people paid for pride, and pride was exciting. And pride and prejudices. I mean, right? you know, uh, <laughs> it's a book or something. Listen, I I, I didn't get read it, it but <laughs> I think Tyrone did what he had to do Tyron. to win. Well, he did. Tyrone, and he he did what he had, and he fought smart for the mm-hmm. fact where like okay, I can't get caught and go to the ground. Because I'm probably going to get submitted. I think he fought, <laughs> I fought well. But you can yeah. say that people people weren't super stoked on that fight. No. Well, but here's the dumbass drunks in the fans but, sitting in the state seats, too. But the thing is, is you can't, like, listen. I They booed Jim and Lozon when it went to the ground. You're sitting in there, and you yeah, got well, people around us, and they're listen. like, boo, boo. It's like, you, you drunk friggin' idiots. Well, I mean, listen. it's like... It really, not, I'm not. I'm not talking about people that are there and and sucking down beers because you're sucking well, down beers he, and you're getting all well, animated as well. I know, but that's what he goes. You know, Dana rags on him because ooh, the people in the crowd they were all booing. Well, they were just, all having a. Fit. It's not just him. It's it's kind of kind of everybody is giving giving him shit for fighting the right fight, fighting the smart fight. You know, I, I've always been a huge fan of GSP. GSP never went out there to destroy guys. GSP went out there to beat guys. Right. And he did it in a, an extremely efficient way. And he would drill for eight weeks leading up to the fight. He would drill two freaking moves so that when it came fight night, he would do those moves and he would win. You know, and, and I respect that. Right. I don't fight like that. No. I respect what Woodley did. Right. He fought the right fight. But again, you you don't 
like if you go out and you and you fight aggressive, you know, the more aggressive you are, the more vulnerable you are. Right. And the more, you know, I mean, if you're trying to beat somebody in devastating fashion, you're much more likely to go down in flames. And that's just the way that it is. It's a it's a fist fight, and anytime you're attacking, you're you're vulnerable. Uh. So yeah, I mean, like, you want to change it if if Dana or any of the people that want to change it want to change the way that we fight. Reward it. Well, I know. (laughs) I uh, yeah, I know. I'd like my bigger house. (laughs) Right. Reward you. Reward somebody like you. You know? Turn around and say, oh, okay, yeah, here, let me give well, you a decent th- friggin' paycheck because you've always put on good fights. You've never been in a boring fight. You always try to finish. But, again, you only get – But, then again, you only the get fans don't like win. that, like I said. I mean, I, I was ready to friggin' – I mean, you got a whole circle around us booing and two of the best grapplers in the fucking sport hit the fucking ground and you people are going to fucking boo. It's like, wake the fuck up. Pull your head out of your ass, people. It's like, holy don't shit. Get, <laughs> don't get heated about them being... Listen. You're not... Don't take it personally, Dad. Well, You're taking it personally. But, uh, that's, uh, that it's like, well, I do number, take it personally with him picking on, on Woodley. Why, why are you fucking bashing the Five rules to a social contract. Friggin, why are you bashing the fucking <laughs> Rule number guy? two. Do not take it personally. Why are you bashing the freaking guy for... He got hurt. He he fought the way he had it to keep his title. Yeah, he fought he fought the fight he needed to. And that's the thing. He's he's not John Jones. Nobody's John Jones. Nobody's John Jones. (laughs) So, yo, he can go in there and try to finish every friggin' fight he goes in there. You got to give give Woodley credit too for shutting Maya down, right? (laughs) Like I know he didn't fight an exciting fight, but from a yeah from a tactician point of view, that was amazing. Yeah. Not easy to do. Nobody else has yeah. been able to do it. Right. 21. 21 takedown attempts. Stuffed them all. Stuffed them all. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. No, it's very ridiculous. Uh, somebody shaved their legs before the fight. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> wrong with shaving your legs. Uh, <laughs> I've done it before when I <laughs> fought Lowe's on. Uh, he's a leg locker. Hell yeah, I'm shaving him. Uh, Jones Cormier. Uh, you know... I, no surprise there. Yeah, you know, Jones is, he is uh, on another level. It's crazy. He is. I mean, he's. He just, he seems to have, like, every attribute. Like, he's long, Mm -hmm. he's fucking, he's quick, he's super strong, he's just like, like, that man was made to fight people, and he is great at it. You can like him. You can dislike him. He is doing what he is made to do. I, th- I think one of, the, one of his probably attributes that helps him the, the most, one of his best attributes, I guess, is that he doesn't seem like the type that overthinks it. Well, he doesn't care. He ju- exactly. He doesn't like care. He's comfortable that he's not afraid. Okay, if I am on my he's back, got the I'm going to get out. He's not. Yeah, he's not a. F- yeah, he the, just it lets takes, it all go. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to just have the balls to be like, yeah, I don't give a shit. You know, like, I mean, all those things that, yeah, okay, going out and partying the week before a fight, 
this fight like he that's, did too? I don't know. <laughs> Very well might. Well, I was listening to Beavis um, and Butthead on their podcast. Joe Rogan what? and his sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you're just you're just throwing them all out there tonight. Well, huh? the two of them are they're, they're idiots. They're on the they're on the podcast, and it, his sidekick is like, yeah, sidekick. John. He's the idiot, and he, you don't know his name. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I don't <laughs> <pay much> <laughs> <to> <laughs> What a dick. <laughs> but anyway, they're sitting there like, yeah, he's like, John should go out and really party his ass off. He's like, really? That's what got the guy in trouble. Well, it's also. And did you did, did you tell did. did you ever say, hey, like, oh, yeah, go out and party and, and you, you should have a you should have a good after party and go out there and and, you know, hammer some drinks down. It's, it's just like. I, I waited for him to start laughing like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I mean, like, right. really? That's why you would want John Jones? No. Tell him, keep your head out of your ass. Well, go home. Spend how time about, with your, your kid. How about he does and How about he does what? That's what he's always done. That's what he's always done. I have no problem with the man <laughs> freaking, like, going and. <laughs> doing some blow a week before a fight, it's not. It's not enhancing his performance. Do what you want to do, baby. Dude, all it's going to do is leave you feeling like shit the next day. It's not a performance enhancer. Right. He's not doing it right before the fight. You know what? He kept it private. Right. For a long time, he kept it private. Well, what so I'm saying fine. is, it get you in trouble, getting him arrested, getting him. You know, I mean, shit like that. Well, yeah, but. I mean, so it, why I don't would think they were talking him? about it like that. I think they were talking about it to come into the fight and win the fight. Go and, and be comfortable and do what you've always done, even if that's blowing hookers, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> Listen, the only thing John Jones did wrong was he didn't get a driver, right? Like, yeah. You should, if you yeah. should just have a driver, do whatever you want. Seriously. Live your life, man. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure as shit not going to be like, hey, Wyatt, hey, Sawyer, here's a here's a shiny example of, you know, what a man should do. But but he whatever he could be um, because he's still young. Right. How old is John? 30. 30. He's 30. He's he's could still have another seven years ahead of him. And like, I don't know, that's. If he overcame this adversity, he had some issues early on in his career. He straightens his shit out, and he could he could be champ for another five, six, seven years easy. And this is his past that he is another thing he overcame. And then you would then you would say to your kids, "Hey, here's yeah. a guy oh, that well, had some definitely. monster issues. Put him behind yeah. him." And but no, you don't need this guy saying, "Oh, I would like to go party with him and let's have a blast, John Jones." And no, well, that's not what you said. Well, yeah, he said that, and he was like, "Well, you should just go." You know, have fun, and, you know, that's what's gotten him into trouble before. Well, maybe if he gets a driver and he goes have fun. Well, yeah. have fun and have know. somebody else drive you home. Yeah. <laughs> Do it the deep. I will place. say, I will, <laughs> exactly. I will say, you know, what he did when he crashed into that lady. The pregnant woman. The pregnant woman. Not good. It wasn't good. But everybody makes the point that, oh, she, he, he crashed into a pregnant lady. He didn't fucking know. No, he had no he, idea. He you know, exactly. He, didn't he was two blocks know. over before he, was, he even yeah. he crashed. You know, <laughs> that's like, I mean, oh, well, if I'm on my phone and I crash into some dude, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But if I crash into a a, a pregnant woman driving a car, well, that's you a big piece of shit. You know what? You're being a fucking twat either way. Like, he was being a douchebag either way. The fact that she was pregnant was just 
it was out of his that that part of it was out of his control. He shouldn't have left another human that he, he should have potentially have injured. It yes, doesn't matter exactly who that human exactly. is. Exactly. But the fact that people always go back to the pregnant part, the pregnant part. I mean, it's just like why well, I would leave you if I hurt you. All right. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't need your help. She's not pregnant. I'd self rescue. <laughs> self rescue. <laughs> I'm not a pussy. Um, but it, that, I don't know. That's just kind of pregnant woman or pussy. No, I called him a pussy. Okay. I just want to no, pregnant women are fucking grizzle bears. <laughs> Why I was looking at my, I have a, uh, a grizzly uh, drum sander, and he's like looking at me, he's like, Dad, why is there a, a bear on this? Is that a is that a bear tool or something? And I was like, no, it's a, it's a sander. Like, Do you sand bears in it? I was like, no, it's just, it says grizzly. He's like, it's a grizzle bear? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, the the head kick was beautiful. It was uh, really nice. You know, and the finish was, he was on him. And uh, I mean, it very well could have gone a little bit longer than it should have, uh, if, if anything. I mean, Big John gave Cormier every opportunity. Um, you know, and something that I... Something another another pet peeve of mine. Before this fight, it's like, oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna bury the hatchet after the fight. Oh, I'm not gonna show him any respect after the fight. Oh, blah blah blah. And then after the fight, it's all respect. Oh my god, he's my hero. <laughs> like from both of them. Well, what the fuck is that? You told me that you were gonna still hate him after the fight, so I hate him after the fight. Well, what was up with that is let's sell the fight. Exactly. We really hate exactly. each other. Exactly. You know what? And, and, and they really don't you know hate what? each other. And everybody fucking, oh, my gosh, they're drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Drinking the Kool-Aid. You know? Where, you where does Cormier go now, though? Because Cormier doesn't ever beat Jones. He fights Heavyweight. Jones ten times. He doesn't beat Jones. He'll go up. You think he'll go up? Yeah. I was thinking he'd go down. He ain't going to go down. No. He has no. trouble making two hundred five. He's, <laughs> He's the two hundred six. How's he going to hang on to a towel and chip. make eighty five? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, he just doesn't seem nearly big enough. He he fought at heavyweight originally, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. But see, Jones says he wants to go up and fight Brock, which is stupid on his part. It's not you want to do this part? Well, the yeah, man's making pay per view points. Fight, the man's making pay per view points. That's not stupid on his part. Yeah. Oh no. Cash and checks. Seriously. Breaking necks and cash and checks. You know how much blow you can buy after that <laughs> fight? <laughs> uh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Not that I would know. But, um, but yeah, it was a it was a good card. Hey, Top Ma- to bottom. Matt's asking what you think about interviewing after uh, after the knockout. You think they should be interviewed after that? I... <laughs> you know, I think Joe answered that in the cage while he was doing it. Uh, he sh- he shouldn't have he shouldn't have done it. You know, th- I've I've been there. I've been out of it. Um, you know, I don't know. At the same time, you should still be able to kind of handle it, mm. like. To a degree, 
to a degree. I understand that, you know, there's a lot of emotion involved. I've again, I've been there. Um but there, you know, if you're not going to if you're not going to have like, I don't know. If you don't have the whereabouts to even do it, you you shouldn't be. But I don't know. I I don't think I I think that Joe should have stayed away from him. To be perfectly honest, I, th- I think he should have been able to read that and read where Cormier was. Um, but That's he apologized a, for it. It's a tough call too, because it's you know people they like seeing that. See people it. slow down for car accidents. Yeah. They want to see the emotion. It's raw. It's real. It's mm-hmm. you know I don't know. You're in there. You, you rubberneck for car cage. accidents? No, You're I, I actually dipshits? I actually aggressively like drive at people that slow down for it Good. and then i try to cut them off so <laughs> fucking aggressively yeah. because i've been in traffic for how long and then i see them look yeah. fuck you yeah. i don't like that <laughs> but regardless irregardless it's not irregardless it's irregardless isn't a word <laughs> regardless no without regard irregardless it's like a double negative no irregardless what the fuck it's not a word Ridiculous. Irregardless. <laughs> Irregardless. <laughs> Regardless. Um. Oh, there was something that I want. I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about. This is going to be our first. I don't have it with me. This is going to be our first podcast product review. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's exciting. I found this little gem. I don't even know where I saw it. Um, but I. But I saw a, a, a like a little commercial for it. It was probably like you know Facebook or something or some shit popped up. It's called the tub mushroom or tub shroom or something like that. So every time my wife takes a, sh- a shower, fucking hair falls out and it gets clogged in the fucking drain. So then I got to take one of those little sticks and pull it out and shit like that. Or then you're like standing up to your ankles in water. So we got one of those, the, the basic little white cone things that goes over top. That thing, boom, right away. Right away, it's clogged up. This little tub mushroom, it's fucking genius. It goes into the, like, into the drain, and then it's got a little stopper. It's got the holes in it, you know? So it looks like this little shroom that's popping out of the, <laughs> out of the drain. <laughs> And uh, so the hair starts to get into the swirl when it goes around the thing. So it's just wrapped around it. And since we're in the northern hemisphere, all the hair wraps in the same direction. Hmm. So it stops the hair like dead. And then to get it off, it's not like that other crappy thing where it's like you're picking at it and stuff like that. It's like it just slides right off. This thing has changed my life. (laughs) So I, I really thought we were going <laughs> to review a cool product. We were talking about nope, the tub mushroom. Nope, the tub shroom or tub mushroom or something like that. It was like 12 bucks on Amazon, dude. Amazon Prime. Boom. At my door in two days. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe of this little thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was our big, that was our big reveal tonight. <laughs> I I would like you to save the product review so people will still be excited about it. Can you review the Yeti? What is that thing called? Uh, coolster. 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 Does it make a big difference? I, you know, I I first got it 
Knock on, baby. Um, and the and the whistle pig. Um, it's not a whistle pig, but you know what I mean. Uh, I first got it. I don't know a while ago. February ish, something like that. I used it once or twice, and I was like, ah, you know, okay, it's cool. Kept your drink cold then, didn't it? Well, yeah, it kept it cold then. But I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I'm not you. I don't fucking nurse my beers. <laughs> I, I drink my beers. So there, there are a few ca- occasions where my beer will get warm. If I just have an, uh, a, a naked bottle or naked can, or even if I use one of the little, you know, one of You're our. You're supposed to freeze that thing? Koozies. No. No. You can, you can pre-ice it, which is pretty badass. Um, but I will say. I had this thing, like, sitting in the sun. And the can, the the thing itself is, like, a little hot to the touch. Beer is ice cold. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, this thing is pretty sweet. Fell in love with it. Right w- dead in there. What always happens One to me is, beer. like, you're outside and you're doing something, right? Like, you're trying to mow the lawn or you're trying to fix something that's broken and you, like, Drink a beer, you get halfway through, you put it down, then you get in the project, then you go back, the beer's warm, you don't want to throw the beer out because you can't waste beer, so you got to, like, chug a warm beer to get to the cold one, and the cycle repeats itself. This could eliminate that. It, it could eliminate that, but I'm, I'm not the type to usually, like, let a beer get warm. It's like letting my coffee get cold. Like, no, not happening. You know, I'm going to choke that shit down while it's still scalding. <laughs> Not as hot as this motherfucker, though. No, that's he's hurt. Level. He's hurt me before. <laughs> <laughs> Microwaving my coffee and not telling me. It's like coffee's 195 degrees. It's got to be hot. <laughs> Can't stand freaking it. <laughs> like practically it boiling. My, yeah, it comes out of the coffee maker boiling. and I nuke it for a minute. That's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will say... Uh, so. We're going. We're going fishing. We're going fishing this weekend, Pat and I. I'm all, all excited about it. I'm yeah, pretty pumped. Super, super, super pumped. Lake Mohawk. I acquired us uh, stickers and everything. We're gonna be legit. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. What are we? Are we gonna go gin and tonic, or is it too early? Should we have like more of a breakfast beer, like it's a stout? Too early. Um, gin and tonic. I, w- I would say we go with some of those, those cold brew coffees. Ah, I saw a six pack yeah. at uh, Wine Country. Let's do it. All right. All right. I like that. Maybe something with bacon and eggs and cheese. Okay. I'm going to have to shit so bad. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be rough. So, uh, I mean, like, I'll probably pull in significantly more fish. Yeah, probably. But you that probably, you'd probably have more food on hand. Yeah, something like that. This is, this is going to settle it. Who's the better fisherman? There's going to be a tally. There's going to be a reckoning. Of course, I reckoning. wasn't invited. No, this, is on, this is a one-on-one. This is a one-on-one. This is a one-on-one competition right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. You, th- you can get to the second bracket, maybe. Yeah. I'll push you next. Right. <laughs> Are we gonna go by fish <laughs> caught bracket? or weight or what? I don't know. I think the, I think the fans should tell us what our uh, our judging criteria should be. Because um, I would argue if you pulled in, or like do we do a point system? Do we do a point system? How do they do it for like the like? How does Ike do it? Is it by weight? No, bass fishing well, yeah, is always by weight. Yeah, but we could do like a point but system. Only so like fish. two points for bass and then one point for perch. 
Well, let's say you, you caught like four tiny bass and I yeah. caught like a 50-pound pickerel. Who wins? I win. I would, I would argue that the 50-pound pickerel wins. 50-pound pickerel's a That's a big fish, big right? Big motherfucking pickerel. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's going <laughs> to happen. I just <laughs> Who's taking that pickerel off the hook? Not me. I don't want to get bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get a hook in my thumb is what you should say. Yeah, or stabbed. Yeah. One time, you're not bringing one, it. I'm not even one, letting well, you technically on the boat twice. With the knife. Yeah. Technically twice in that, in that whole thing. Um, I'm, I'm pumped up. Mm-hmm. What are we? What vessels are we taking? Or vessel? I think we should take my canoe because yeah. it'll be the easiest. Okay. And the canoe's pretty nice. It's got backrests. Oh, sweet. Which I like. It's got cup holders. So why don't you take the boat and you can row that? The green boat? No. The one you won oh. in the fishing tournament. Yeah. No. No thanks. I won't row that one. We could get just the like the electric trolling motor and just cruise slow. Just cruise it on that. Yeah. yeah. A That'd lot of batteries. Be, that would be bad. We could borrow uh Shorty's jet surf maybe and just tie it to the firmament. Yeah. We got options. We do. We do. I I did a little upgrading on the, the old free canoe the other day. I did some uh I had I had coated uh the plywood seats and stuff in my end caps and they went to shit so i had to make some new end caps and i sprayed some bed liner on my the plywood seats oh how'd it come so out good good but now they get like screaming hot in the sun <laughs> that's not good yeah so i'm gonna have to like paint that with something a little bit lighter why don't you get the friggin white flex seal because you're sitting on it you're rubbing stuff on it same shit Bed liner's rubber. Yeah. Flex seal's rubber. <laughs> what is this? White. What is this? Your fucking product review? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so we're going out in the old town canoe and uh we could do we could do fish caught mm -hmm. and total weight, except I don't have a scale and neither do you. I do have a scale. You do have a fish scale. I do scale. have a scale. I'll bring my fish scale with my six rods that I'm bringing. No. In my boat you are allowed <laughs> a rod per fisherman. Three. One rod. Three. One rod. <laughs> I'm bringing three. <laughs> I, listen, they're already tied. I already like. I already got set I, up the I other knew night. You did. I was good. Well, because I was gonna go fishing the other night. Do you have a top water rod? Specific? I do. do I do have. I've got a top water set up, and then, uh, and then I've got like a uh, a chatterbait tied on. Are um, they are they all bait casters? No. Hmm. No, the top water, I have as a spinning, because it's a. My secret weapon, my tiny torpedo, my head and tiny torpedo in in baby basket or bass color, whatever it's called. But I forget what size they are. But it's only like two inches long, two and a quarter inches long. So it's not a very big bait. So to try to whip that some bitch with the the bait caster would be tough. Because I, I don't, I don't have, I I know how to use a bait caster, but I don't have like. Real set to rods and line weight and all that shit. You know, I'm not I'm not that deep into the into the tunnel. I would like to wing the baitcaster around a little bit, try no. it, no. and uh, <laughs> before or after you birds nest it, either way. Nope, I will not be birds nesting. I will you. be I will be broadcasting a picture of the bird <laughs> okay. casted baitcaster, birds <laughs> nested bird baitcaster. Okay, I, I'm game with that. Yeah, I'm pumped up. When you when you birds nest it, you can share a picture of it. And if you birds nest it, I will share a picture of it. Okay. Deal. To your 
Have you? When's the last time you bird nested a bait caster? Well, how bad? I've had like <laughs> I've had like a uh, a couple loops, you know, of like a, a overlap, but shit, everybody does. Not me, because you don't not use bait caster. Not on my spinning reel. <laughs> I don't bait cast. I don't uh, bird nest that at all. Actually, one of the I had I had one come undone. I was. Uh, the hell line was I using? I can't remember what kind of line I was using, but it was old and crappy. And on a spinning spinning reel, I had like a a puff puff ball. My line is pretty old because I bought that I bought that fishing rod like five years ago, and I still mm-hmm. have the same line on it. Mm. See, that's like that's bad. Is, is the t- if the TJ Mitch is on, he's just gonna cut into you for that one. Like yo, the good thing about fishing though is the only thing that really matters is catching fish that's true so if the line's old and the reel is not a bait caster and i catch more fish I you know what I sucks though win. losing fish that does suck i'll agree yeah I you know agree. how you decrease the chances of losing fish have fresh line and do you think you would lose the fish because the line snapped or because the line was not pliable enough for the set kind of the same thing isn't it no one the line, line snaps snapped. and one the line isn't isn't well i mean what's the the only downside would be if the line snapped right yeah my line's not snapping your line's not snapping nope hasn't snapped yet five years (laughs) never failed me it's not gonna fail (laughs) me tomorrow (laughs) because you skim them across the water right because you fish with 25 pound test no i think it's seven pound well he's he's an ultralighter so like yeah he could be fishing for Fucking lake trout, and he's gonna have his ultralight rod with his, with, his, with his fucking You're drag cranked all the way down on his uh, yeah on his pistol skippy, grip because that's a challenge. It's, it's not a it's challenge. Exciting. It's a freaking challenge. It's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can you can beat you. I've, I've not for catch and release. I've not for catch and release. If you're gonna take that fish, whatever you're catching, and you're going to eat it, fine. Well, that's I do. But you, I but you oh, you, you do. Okay. What's the difference between the ultralight and a heavy rod for catch and release? You're exhausting the fuck out of the fish. No, I'm still to land in. to land a to land an eight pound fish on two pound test. You're. I just said I had seven pound test. I'm not talking to y- about you. Just I'm talking, talking about, about this me. because yeah. I've landed six pound no, bass on no, two pound No, no, because re- I remember Lake Opacon doing the boathouse. You're fishing and you catch a friggin' trout, and this poor little shit. You're like. <laughs> spinning your fucking thing for like 20 minutes to work this fish in and a thing like you pull it out of the water it's like and fucking dies like right there well did i take it home and eat it yes you took it home I, we ate it i cooked it I on the grill i think we did i cooked it on the grill but what if it what if it was a fucking sunny? something else well fuck the sunny we fuck the sunny how dare you they taste delicious <laughs> <laughs> so we got to eat on our last fishing trip yeah. to uh, PA. <laughs> and they were just It was. It was tiny. It was smaller than that, Dad. Yeah. You're giving us credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were we were fly fishing <laughs> in PA and uh I got I got frustrated cuz I kept I kept snagging. I like lost two or three uh in the branches. And uh so I just grabbed my spinning rod and I caught I side I, so I even, was going to say you side I didn't even get I side hooked this like <laughs> this tiny little sunny this poor little thing 
and it's like we're eating this son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and we did. We did. And he was and it good. was delicious. It was really good. And it good. was two these two fillets were like <laughs> the size of half dollars. Fried them up in some butter. Fried them up in some butter and garlic. It was delicious. Oh yeah. I don't even think I put garlic. I think I want we wanted to taste the fish. Yeah, and, uh, that sounds right. <laughs> it was it was very good. <laughs> but it was a baby. <laughs> but those are the things you do. And the other thing we got to get our, our heads around is I have to get a deer before this asshole because mm-hmm. he said that if I get a deer first this year, he will give me the gorgonzola potato salad recipe, right? That's the bet? Yeah. Official on air. Official. You have All to right, do official it. Official on air. The your potato salad gorgonzola recipe. Right. So I'm going to start. With I talked to uh, Stan and Greg. From A and W Nature Labs, I have a bunch of stuff, and we need to start cultivating our hunting area. Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> I can taste it. Venison and three. potato salad. We're, you know, we're going down to Asbury. You're going to get a deer in Asbury. Guarantee it. I'm going to buy a deer. There's if like, I have to. there's like herds, like multiple herds of like fifty that run through there. It's crazy. We're there, there is poison ivy though. I'm out. I got a little bit of that in my armpit. I hate poison. My rafting trip. (laughs) Uh, I just had two. I had a probably like a little six pointer and a little four run through the yard. I grabbed the older two and onto the deck. I'm like, they're working their way up. And then my asshole dog, who was out, pushed them out. They were going to walk right up. But. So I was uh, I was cleaning my shop today, like all day, and I came to a, 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 a realization that I've got a lot of tools. That's about it. That's where I was going to go with that. You do have. I got a lot of tools. You do have a lot of tools. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. But they're tools. Do you so now that matter. you've cleaned it? Do you have access to all of them? Because no. No, Last week I you had a lot of tools you couldn't get to. You could see. No, I could get to them. You I knew still don't know where there. everything is. <laughs> see, I've got like bins with like tools in them, and the the floor's clean. So, that's the that's half the battle. That right is there. half the battle. So now it come now it's like okay, now we need to like, you know, get everything fucking sorted out and you know, put away. It's weird because my. When my shop is a mess, which is basically for the last, like, since I've know, known you, four years. No, not since you've known me. Not since, since you've no, known me. No, that's not fair. Since you've owned that house. No, not since I've owned <laughs> the house either. There was a time where everything had a place. I don't remember that time. Yeah. Do you remember that time? Yeah. Yeah. He has to. It was about three hours. No. <laughs> no. When I. D- fuck you guys. I built fucking <laughs> kitchen cabinets in that fucking garage you douchebags like and i would clean every time every day every i would do it right every day i would clean up after myself i'd put everything away and i'd clean up and then it gets to the point where things start to like children are a game changer children are a game changer doing that shit like then once we like put everything in then all the tools are spread out and then it's just like and then i do my dad's shit and it's like oh well Here's some tools. They go in this bucket. 
<laughs> a spackle bucket a full spackle of rainwater. Yeah. <laughs> spackle bucket with rainwater and sockets. Awesome. That's why I told him when I gave him that fucking uh, the tub, the fucking Yeti tub or tank that uh, we used for the beer. <laughs> like, if you put fucking tools or oil in this thing, I'm going to fucking punch you in that one testicle. <laughs> Are there I sockets put, in it yet? I don't put, I don't so- put tools in it. Are there sockets it. in it yet? Yes. <laughs> no. Actually, your mother was looking at it today. What's this? I said, a cooler. cooler. It doesn't have a lid. Sure it, does. it does have a lid. It doesn't fit tight. I said, it's an ice bucket cooler. Yeah. It's more like a... You know, a party cooler. Yeah. Like a, a trough. It worked pretty well for the party. Not having to deal with that. I threw I threw that out, too. I purged throughout the, the redneck kegerator. Oh, really? Yeah, because we stripped it down. And, I, you know, I had to throw out, like, the beer lines and, and all that crap. You should have just thrown it out, then. Why did you even clean it? Well, I was going to use it for the party. Um... Stri- you know, uh, I was able to keep the gas lines and stuff, and I had the, the, the Randall in there and stuff like that, too. So that was all clean. But the uh, what I had done is I'd taken one of those the hard plastic rolling garbage cans, and I lined it with foam and then a garbage bag, and uh, I could fit three five-gallon kegs in there. And uh, it was a bitch. It was a bitch to get them in a bitch to get him out particularly it was a bitch when you're trying to load up the second one of an, one of the beers that was in there it rolled nice when you had it loaded though it was nice for certain things it definitely was um but uh you know i was gonna keep it because i was like ah, you know what if we if we randle a beer it's nice to have and then i was like you know what i i had gotten that one cheap cooler that we drilled holes in so i can put you know i could use the tank to put the friggin keg in and then run line to the other cooler through the randall and then friggin out that it's like got other options and it was freaking moldy and smelly and stuff so i was like you know what but then it's like it's a garbage can so i could just use it as a garbage can but i don't want to be a hoarder <laughs> It's a slippery slope. It is. It is. I'm trying to trying to cleanse, trying to cleanse my my existence. So I got rid of it. So. But. All right. I think that's all we got for tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, catch you next week. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in to the Jim Miller Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so that we can keep bringing you more. Also, check out JimMillerMMA.com to stay up to date with everything that's going on. Thanks.